Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. presence we are grateful for your love we are thankful lord for all that you have done in our lives father what can we say but to render our appreciation our gratitude and our heart filled with gratitude tonight oh god we ask the lord that your spirit will minister to us and lead us and guide us lord we silence every voice that is not of god we silence every high thing that shall rise up itself against the knowledge of God. We say that let the Spirit of God have his way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord and turn your Bibles with me to the book of Matthew. Turn with me to Matthew. And we want to read chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12. This prayer and fasting period has been wonderful and powerful. Hallelujah. And sometimes when we are online, I can see that people are not joking with the demons. (laughs) I can see that people are really dealing with the demons. And it is powerful. It's really, really powerful. Hallelujah. Today we want to share something and we want to pray against emptiness. And that the Spirit of God will fill us. Hallelujah. How many of you believe that you have cast out, you strongly believe that certain demons have left you? You strongly believe that, you know, certain demons have flee from you. They have, they, have, they have left you. They flew out and they are not coming back. Hallelujah. Certain unclean spirits have left you. Amen. It's wonderful. But I want us to read something here. Matthew chapter 12 and verse number 43. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 43. It says, When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man. This is Jesus speaking. If you have a good Bible, you will realize this is in red print. He says, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places. I believe that certain unclean spirits have gone out of you. You have driven out unclean spirits from your life. The Bible says when unclean spirit is gone out of a man, that means that this unclean spirit were in a man. But when they have gone out, it says he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, seeking rest and findeth none. Hallelujah. Demons, they like rest. Demons, they like places where there is no disturbance. 
they like quietness. He says that they, 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 when the demon, when the unclean spirit, unclean spirit is a demon. When it leaves a man, when it goes out of a man, he walketh through dry places, and what he's looking for is rest. What he's looking for is a place where he cannot be disturbed. He's looking for a place like a cemetery. That is why, that is why the madman of Gadara was taken to a cemetery. A place where there is no disturbance. A place where everything is dead. Hallelujah. A place where your prayer life is dead. A place where church activity is dead. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Demons, they look for rest. They search for rest. They search for someone who was on fire before and now he's at rest. Amen. That is why when we share about loyalty and disloyalty, in the stages of disloyalty, there's a, a place where there's passivity. Where someone who was very active is now at rest. And you are welcoming the demons. Hallelujah. It says that they're seeking for rest. A place of no fasting. A place where you cannot, they are not agitated. A place where there is no word of God. Because the Bible says that the word of God, it disturbs them. Hallelujah. They like darkness. You see, demons like darkness. The Bible says the word of God is light. It shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. They don't like the word of God. Because it shines light. If you read the book in page 71, those of you who have the newer version, It says, it says, the word of God is light and the light exposes the activities of demons. Hallelujah. It says, when the light, when the word is preached, the light shines forth and demons are exposed. The more of the word you have, the more the enemy is exposed. In other words, the more of the word, the more irritated the enemy when there's more word in you, when there's more word of God preached to you, when you are hearing so much word of God, you are shining light onto the activities of the demons, and they don't like that. They like a place of dullness, quietness, where you are no more actively serving God, where you are not hearing preaching messages anymore, where your church activity is dormant. Hallelujah. Because they want to be free. They want to have peace. They want to have rest. Amen. Amen. So when the word of God is preached, demons get agitated. Amen. Amen. When the word of God is preached, demons get exposed. Light is thrown in the demonic territories. It's like when you have light, you turn the light off, you see that roaches come around. In the darkness, roaches, you see the roaches are all over the place. And mice, they like to come in darkness. The moment the light comes out, you see all of them running. That 
That is how demonic activities are. When the light comes on, they start running away. So they don't like that. They like rest. Hallelujah. The more of the word in you, the more agitated the enemy comes. And the more disturbed they get. So they don't like people who are always exposed to the word of God. They don't like people who are actively always listening to the word of God. They don't like people who are actively hearing the messages, hearing preaching messages. Every time the word of God is getting into you. Mind you, it says, when the unclean spirit leaves a man, that means he's in you. And when you are hearing the word, he is hearing it. And they don't like that. Do you see? Put your finger in that page and go to Mark chapter 1. Let me show you something. Mark chapter 1. If you have an iPad, just put your finger on And go to Mark chapter 1. Can you do that? Mark chapter 1 and verse 21. I tell you, demons don't like when you are active with the word of God. When your home is, you're, you're always, pre, you're, there are always preaching message going on in your home, develop the habit. Develop the habit that at home, whether you are there or not, preaching message is going on. I'm telling you. I say, if you want demons to stay away from you, fill your life with the word of God. Fill your life with the spirit of God. Because you see, for these days that we have prayed, we have cast out a lot of demons. I say, we have cast out a lot of demons. But as we are reading, you realize that we need to fill our lives with something else. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. So Mark chapter 1 verse 21, it says, this is when Jesus had found um, Peter and Andrew, James and John, and the Bible says, they came, they went into Capernaum, and straightway on the Sabbath day, he entered into the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. Do you see? He just came to the church and he just started teaching. He says that he taught them as one who had authority and not as the scribes. And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. That means there was in the church someone with demon. I believe this person could have been a, a deacon or an elder, a shepherd, you know, someone who has been in a church for a while. But he, he had a demon. He had an unclean spirit. And as Jesus was preaching... As Jesus was just teaching, he has not done anything. It was just the word of God. It was just teaching the word of God. And he says, as he was teaching, he cried out, saying, let us alone. Let us alone. That means, leave us alone. Leave us alone. He says, what have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? What have we to do with thee? 
thou Jesus of Nazareth, art thou come to destroy us? I tell you, when the word of God is coming, it destroys demons. When you are listening to the word of God, it destroys demons. When you are filling your life with the word of God, when you are filling your heart, you are filling your mind, your soul is being saturated with the preaching of the word of God, you are destroying demons. You see, it is just the word of God. Jesus had not, he didn't lay hands on anyone. He didn't mention anybody's name. He didn't look at anybody's face. It was just the teaching of the word of God. As we are teaching, may demons flee you right now. As you are hearing the word of God. You see, that is, let me tell you, anytime you are in church and a word is coming and we preach about some, something and you get angry. Listen to me very carefully. And you get angry and irritates you and you wish that we will move on to the next point and you wish that this series ends. Anytime you feel like that, give glory to God because you are being delivered from demons. It is okay to get angry. It is okay. Give glory to God and thank God that you came to church that day. And don't be angry and leave the church. Don't be angry and say they are talking about me. They are preaching with my, uh, my issue. They are, this is about me. Don't be angry and leave. Understand that any time the word of God is preached, as long as we are reading the Bible and we are preaching from the Bible and you feel angry and irritated and you feel that your life is being destroyed, something about you is being destroyed or is being touched in a way that you don't like it, a demon is leaving you. And he's not happy. And he's crying out, what have we to do with thee? Let us alone. Let us alone. Amen. He was just preaching. He says, let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? Art thou come to destroy us? The Bible didn't say that Jesus came with a machine gun. He didn't come with any weapon, but there was a weapon that is a two-edged sword. I said there was a weapon that was coming at them. As the word of coming, as the word of God was coming forth, a weapon was coming out of them, and it's a two-edged sword. And so they could feel the sword coming and coming. It says, Are you coming to destroy us? What have we done to you? We have been quiet here all the while. Suddenly you have come. We have been at rest. I'm telling you, demons, they like rest. They don't like to be agitated. They don't like to be disturbed. He says, I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had torn him and cried with a loud voice, he came out of him. You see, they don't like to come out. Demons don't like to come out of you. Demons like you. (laughs) I'm telling you. So you see, they put up a fight when they have to come. He said that he torn him. He turned him and cried out 
with a loud voice. He told him. That is why sometimes, you know, sometimes when we are praying for people, you see people scream and people fall. Demons taunt people. Look, and when you are in the church and you see something like that, don't be standing there and observing. Don't be standing there and, hey, hey, and be praying. Filling yourself with something else. And as demons are leaving people, look, we are possessed with demons, I'm telling you. And if you don't fill your life with the Holy Spirit, demons, are, demons will enter in. Nobody will be left empty without a spirit in him. Nobody. If demons find a body that is empty and there's no spirit, they will occupy that spirit. So if you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, understand that you have demons in you. There's no two ways. Hallelujah. But next time I'll teach you that you can also have Holy Spirit and demon in you also. So they put up a fight because they like you. They like, they like the comfort. They like you who is dormant. They like you who is not that. You don't agitate them. So they were not happy that Jesus had come to do this thing. And you know why? You know why at this time, at this time, a place where they have been all the while, a place where they have occupied and at rest and at peace, suddenly they feel agitated because suddenly the truth is entering into the person and suddenly the word is now being preached with understanding and suddenly the demon has realized that this person has found the truth and is being set free. I don't know if you know that, but look at this verse as we were reading. It says, Verse 22, it says, and they were astonished at his doctrine. They were astonished at his doctrine. One thing that we learned at the meeting is astonished. Someone was trying to say astonished. He says, I was astonished. So it's a new thing. I just have to pass it on to you. So it says, they were astonished at his doctrine. For, for, listen, very carefully. He says, why were they astonished? Because he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. So, all the while, the demons were at rest and they were at peace in him, in a person who was sitting in the church. Because all the while, he was being taught as the scribes teach them. And when the word came, when the word came with understanding, the word was preached with authority. The word was preached with understanding. That you came and you heard the word and it ministered to you. And now you are living with certain understanding. Demons don't like that. Demons don't want you to be in a church like that. Demons do not want you to sit under a preaching like that. Demons will like you to be in a service where there is a formal service, we do our mass, and then we do something and chanting, and then we leave. Amen. He says that he taught them as one who had authority. May the teaching in our church be of authoritative teaching. May we teach like one who has authority. And not as the scribes. 
when you come to church, pray that the word will come to you with understanding. The demons were at rest because the man, all the while, all the teaching were as the scribes. The scribes, the scribes, and it's formal tradition and celebration. And you see, that is why, that is why that you go to church and it's, it's, it shouldn't be just excitement. I see you prospering. I see you owning a car. I see you, look, it is part, it is God's promise. But if a church you attend is all of that, and every time you go, I receive. I re- there is nothing that is being changed in you. There is no truth that is coming in you. Demons like you to be in a place like that. Demons will be at rest in you like that. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Demons will like to be like that. And sometimes those are the places where we are attracted to. And demons will make them attractive to you. So you realize that he makes pastors preach with, oh, bless him, bring this. So I heard that um, a pastor said that um, some people were possessed with demons, so he has to bath them. Certain women had to be bathed. I don't know why he will not bath the men, but he will bath the women. Which one, which one was it? There was another one who I heard that, I heard that he said that demons had possessed her breasts. You see? Women, I'm telling you. Your breasts, demons like them. And so the pastor has to suck the demons out. You people. So I said, hey, me, I'm joking, oh. <laughs> I am joking in the church. (laughs) The pastor has become a baby. And so the woman lying out in front of his office, and when you come in, he will. (laughs) He will finish this one, and then he'll move to the next breast. And then when he's done, he says, hmm. I see there's some more <laughs> demon on the right one. On the right one. Come, 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 come. He says, this one, this one. Come, come, come. He thought he's finished with you, but I see there's the right one. I need to suck some more. When I, when, when I heard that, I said, hey, I am joking. Oh. <laughs> Eh? <laughs> you see and these are real churches that real people attend and demons like that demons like that <laughs> you, you, are, you, are, you are here you are free you are free So pray that, pray that when you come to church, the word that is preached, it will come with understanding. That when you hear, you can see that something has happened in your life. Some change has come. Hallelujah. So he says he taught them as one who had authority and not as scribes, as the scribes. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So he says, 
come out. And then they, they, they did not just come out. Demons do not just come out. They will put up a fight. He says, and they were all amazed. Verse 27. And they were all amazed. In so much that they questioned among themselves, saying, what then is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commanded he even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. Hallelujah. And they do obey him. Let that be our portion. That when we preach, demons that are in us, they will obey the word that is coming to us. And they will leave us. Hallelujah. They will leave us. Amen. They will leave us. It says that when the truth comes in you, it sets you free. The truth, it is only when the truth comes in you. But the excitement is not what will make you free. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you see, when, when a place is peaceful and it's clean, demons like that. Do you see? So, let's go back to our scripture in um, Mark chapter, Matthew chapter 12. And verse 43. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 43. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing this afternoon? He says, When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. Then he saith, Then the unclean spirit saith, I will return into my house from whence I came out. Look at this. Idiot. The demon is calling you his house. He says, I will, may, may no demon call you my house. He says, I will return into my house from whence I came. Of course, he will call you his house because you have made it nice for him. He feels comfortable. He's warm. No word in you. No church. You don't do anything. No prayers. No fasting. Nothing. Oh, he can call you his house. Such a person, demons can call you his house. Your house is a place where you feel comfortable. You know, a lot of times when I go to places, I'm not able to sleep well. But when you are in your house, you feel at peace. When you are in your house, you even turn on the TV and you sleep. When you are in your house, you even start to pray and you sleep. You're reading the Bible and you sleep. Demons like to call you their house when you give them quietness. So he says, I'll return into my house from whence I came out. And when he's come, he findeth it empty, swept and garnished. May no demon decide to come back. Every demon that has left you throughout this prayer meeting, no demon is coming back to you. You will not be a place of habitation for any witchcraft activities or any demonic presence. But look, he says that when he comes, he finds it empty. This is what we are praying against. We are praying against emptiness. Throughout this fasting period, as we have fasted and prayed and had cast out demons, may we not be empty. As the demons have left us, may we not be empty. He says they find it empty, swept, and garnished. 
That means it is clean, swept, empty, nothing in it, no word in it. But as you are casting out these demons, fill your life with the Spirit of God. Fill your, let the Word of God be full in you. Let not the Word, I cannot emphasize hearing the Word of God. I can't say more about that. But any opportunity that you have, let the Word of God, whether you understand it or not, let the Word of God come to you. Amen. Let it play. You are not following. Catch any portion of it. Do you see? Don't worry that you have to pause it and continue and let it play. Any portion of it that you hear, it is entering into you. So verse 45, he says, Then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself. He will go and take seven other spirits as, he has, as you have driven these demons out of you. So just imagine. You see, demons, they work in teams. Demons work in teams. So if you, are, you had a demon that causes you to steal, when he comes back, he comes back with a demon that is good at lying. Do you see? He comes back with a demon that is good at deceiving people. So you see now, you don't, your, your, your life is not like go to store and hide something under your clothes and walk out or remove the um, alarm things and then walk out. But now, the demon that comes in you, you can, you can steal from people through the internet, for instance, credit cards, you know, and wild type of stealing. And then you realize that now you are stealing at the corporate level. These are higher demons. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And that is why, that is why, you know, when you, st- you say that he goes and finds seven other demons more wicked than himself. So I'll tell you, someone who has been born again and has backslidden, he's a wild person. Someone who has been born again before and now he has backslidden and the demons have come back, his state is wild. He used to maybe cheat with one young girl like that. Now he's, he's killed. He can have five different six girlfriends at the same time and he's able to manage. Or if he's a woman, he can have more five, five boyfriends and he, he, he's able to survive. He's skilled to handle phone calls and all those things. Do you understand? Because the demons that have returned, they are more wicked than the one that left. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? That is why you are level now. You are going to the occult. You are going to witchcraft. Now, when you... I have seen people who are born again, and now they are they, they're doing occult things. Because demonic spirits higher than what they had before have come back. He says that, then he goeth and talketh with himself seven, taketh with himself seven other spirits. Seven other spirits, more wicked than himself. Because he realized that if he's not careful, you drive him out again. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be unto this wicked generation. Hallelujah. You will not become a house for any demon. 
ever again. The demon that have left you, you will never become a house for demons ever again. Hallelujah. Demons are persistent, beloved. Understand that demons are persistent. They will come back again. They will make effort again. They will come and search again to see if there's any way, any sin, anything in you that they can enter in. Demons are persistent. Therefore, in First Peter chapter 5 and verse 8, it says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, like a roaring lion, he walketh about, he's going back and forth, seeking whom he may devour. He's looking for where it is garnished and it has not been filled. He's looking who is empty, who is dormant, who is at rest, who can he enter and have peace. That means that it's not everyone that the demons can enter. The ones who are filled with the Spirit of God, he cannot enter. The ones who are filled with the Word of God, they cannot enter. Amen. That is why you need to fill your life with the Word of God. Fill your life with the Spirit of God. Pray that the Spirit of God will fill you, that there will be no room for the enemy. Hallelujah. When you cast out demons, the one you understand that the place needs to be filled. Any demon that leaves you, you have to fill with the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. The demon that wants steal is not coming back the same way. He's coming back with seven demons more wicked than himself. Amen. So Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 27, let me read this quickly to you and we will start praying for a few minutes. It is good. But I want you to understand this. That this last week, as we are casting demons, fill your life with the Spirit of God. Fill your life. Let the, let the Word of God play in your car. Let it play in your house. Let it play. Some of you, you sit by computers to work at, at your job places. And people play all sorts of music. Play, let, 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 let some gospel songs play. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Any opportunity that you have, Fill your life with a preaching message, with the word of God, with the Bible being read, or something, or a song being played in your home. Everywhere. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4. And what did I say? Verse 27. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 27. It says. You know, if we don't have time to read the preceding verses, but if you read the preceding verses, it says, Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor. For we are members one of another. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Then he says, Neither give place to the devil. Beloved, it is in your power to not give place to the devil. He says, neither give place to the devil. Now, how do we not give place to the devil? So he says, if you stole, do not steal anymore. Let him that stole steal no more. Because I tell you, when he comes back, he will come back with seven more demons who are more than stealing. He says, but rather let him labor, working with his hands, the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needed. Look, if you are stealing um, staples and, um, um, what do you call it? 
gloves, and you are stealing um, printing papers and tapes from the office, and you have cast out the demon of stealing. When he comes back, you are not going to steal tapes, and you will see, you will be, you will be amazed the things that you steal. He says, neither give place to the devil. He says, let no, he says, verse 29, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. This is a demon open door. Corrupt communication. You sit in the car and you talk about pastors. You talk about the church. You talk about evil things, all kinds of things. It is a door that opens to demons. I am telling you, don't take it for a joke. Don't say we, are, we were just having a conversation. We were just talking. You are opening your life. Look, David says, he says, I do not exercise myself in matters too high for me. You know, there are certain things you don't understand. Don't exercise yourself in it. Don't come up with stories. Don't come up with things that you know. And you don't know. There are certain things that you just leave it alone. It is a tell it not. That's my wife's new thing. <laughs> hey, everything I do. Amen. It says, let no corrupt communication. Pro- Look, let it not proceed out of your mouth. You thought about it. Mm-hmm. Wow. It, it, it almost came out. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible is not saying the thought about it is opening the door, but proceeding out of your mouth. Some of us, we say so many, we talk, we talk about too many things. Amen. Too many things. You are opening a door to demons. Look, I am reading the scriptures. It says that, give, it says, neither give place to the devil, and he's telling you the things that can give place to the devil. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But that which is good, to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers. When people hear you, see that the thing that just came out of your mouth is ministering grace to them. It is edifying to them. It is edifying. Amen. It is edif- Sometimes the things that I hear from some of you, it is just amazing. It is just amazing. By the way, listen. Anything that you say, it will go out. Anything that you say to somebody, I am telling you that it goes out. So if anyone who has said something evil, something bad about the pastor, about the church, about the pastor's wife, about the pastor's this, about this, all of those things, they have come back. I'm telling you today that they have come back. So if you have said anything, I tell you that it has come back. So, as you have cast out the demon that make you talk like that, understand that you should not say any of these things again. Look, I will not come to ask you. Look, come on. You know I will not do that. I will not do that. But it has come back. And it's not helpful. And when I hear them, they are not edifying. It does not edify anyone. It does not minister grace to anyone. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So don't, don't let corrupt communication. The Bible calls it. So any conversation that ministers 
to someone but not grace, it is corrupt communication. Anything that you say, that does not edify. So when you say something to someone and you realize that this thing is not going to make you a stronger Christian. It's not going to make you a more committed member of the church. It's not going to make you trust more in the pastor. It's not going to make you more commitment. It's not going to make you do more for the church. It is not edifying. And as a result, it is a corrupt communication. And as a result, it is opening door to demons. Amen. It is opening door to demons. And the Bible says, give them no place. He says, give the devil no place. As demons have come out of you, give them no place by corrupt communication. He says, that it may minister grace. And he says, grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of the redemption. That is another, when you come to church, have reverence for the Holy Spirit. Not having reverence and grieving the Holy Spirit is an opening door for demons. Amen. Amen. When the Holy Spirit, we, uh, the pastor has prayed, has waited on the Holy Spirit, and he has come to preach, and he's preaching under the unction, and you are sitting there and murmuring and saying certain things, is grieving to the Holy Spirit, and is opening door to demons. Some of you, you preach after we are finished preaching. Amen. And he says, let all bitterness. Listen, it doesn't matter who has wronged you, who has done something to you. If you are filled with bitter, it is opening door to demons. He says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Beloved, I don't have time to explain all of this, but I want you to understand that all of these things, they are opening doors to demons. And it says, and be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake had forgiven you. Hallelujah. Even as God for Christ's sake had forgiven you. Amen. I have a lot to share with you, but this is our last Tuesday for this meeting, this harvest um, prayer and fasting period. And I want us, as we have cast out demons from our lives, as we have prayed and cast out all these demons from our lives, I want us to pray for a few minutes that our lives be filled not with any other thing but with the Spirit of God, that we will not be empty, that the demons who, who have left us, they will not return and find us garnished, clean, swept, and empty, but our lives will be filled with the Holy Spirit. We have cast out demons from our children. We have cast out demons from our homes, our workplaces, our relatives, our people, our husbands, our wives. We have cast out demons. Let us pray that their lives will not be empty. That these demons, they walk, the Bible says that they walk through dry places. Let them walk through dry places. Let them continue to walk through dry places, but never to return to call us their house. In the name of Jesus. Stand up onto your feet and begin to pray. Demons have left you. Demons have been cast out by your prayers. Demons have left you. But may they never return. May you never be found empty by any demon which has left you. May you never be found empty 
by any demon which has flown out of you, any demon that you have cast out, the demon of poverty, may he never return. The demon of depression, may he never return. The demon of lying, may he never return. The demon of breast cancer will never return. The demon who was placed in your life in the future, 15 years, 5 years to come, that you have breast cancer in 5 years, may that demon never come back as you have cast that demon out. The demon that you have cast out from your children, may they never return in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, they are gone. Jesus commanded them. He says, enter into him no more. May they never enter into you again as they have been cast out. Oh, may they never find us empty. But may the Spirit of God fill us. May the Word of God fill us. May we be filled with the Spirit of God. Oh, let your Spirit fill us. Let the Spirit of God fill us. Oh, beloved, take this prayer seriously. Because your 21 day fasting can be waste of life. It can be waste. If you do not fill your life with the word of God, if you do not fill your life with the spirit of God, ask a God that the spirit of God will fill you. The demon of sicknesses, he will not come to find you empty, but the spirit of God that gives power, it shall fill you. The demon of depression. As he has gone out, let the Spirit of God that bring joy fill you in the name of Jesus. Let the Spirit of God fill you. Let the Spirit of God fill you. You will never be found empty. Oh, you will not be found empty. You will not be found empty. May you never be found empty. May demons never return to find you empty. In the name of Jesus. Marosa Ya 
Ocean of the Almighty, the Ocean of God, fill us, let the Spirit of God fill us. Begin to thank the Lord. Oh Lord, my God, I'm not going to 
Yield yourself, yield yourself. Can you help me? Lift up your hands at this moment. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. I've learned to trust in Jesus. Jesus is the one that we put our hope in. Father, we are thankful and grateful for tonight, oh God. Lord, we know indeed that our lives are not the same. We know indeed, oh God, that the demons that have left us are not coming back. For we are not a resting place, oh God, for any demonic activity. We are not a resting place for any witchcraft activity. Father, our homes are not a center of gravitation for any demonic activity. Father, our workplaces are not centers for any demonic activities. Our children are not centers of any demonic activities. Father, our husbands are not resting place for demonic activities. Father, our wives are not resting place for demonic activities. In the name of Jesus. Our church is not a resting place for any demonic activity. Father, our cars are not resting places for demonic activities. Father, let your spirit of God fill every part of our lives. Let your spirit fill every area of our lives. And we yield to your spirit. Tonight, oh God, we say our lives are not the same. Tonight, oh God, we say that the spirit that is in us it's not the same spirit that once left us. Tonight we fill our lives with the spirit of God. Tonight we walk with the spirit of God. Tonight the unction of the Holy One is upon us. And no demonic presence shall prevail. In the name of Jesus. Demons of depression as they have gone. They are not coming back. The demon of psychiatric illnesses. They have gone and they are not coming back. The demon of high blood pressure is gone and it's not coming back. The demon of breast cancer.
answer is gone and it's not coming back. Father, the demons that have been set in our lives five years from now to bring us cancer, Lord, they are not coming back anymore. In the name of Jesus. Demons that torment us. Demons that torment us at night. They are not coming back. Demons that give us sleeplessness are not coming back. The demons of poverty, they are not coming back. In the name of Jesus. Because we have lifted ourselves beyond demonic presence. And we have yielded to the Holy Spirit. He says that what is in us today is greater than what is in the world. Father, we give no place to the demons that have left us. We say that they are not returning because we are filled with the Spirit of God. Let the unction fill you. Lift up your hands and let the unction of God fill you. Fill us! Fill us! Fill us! Fill us! Fill us! Spirit of God, fill us! Mare so take really. Maruse lero sinde. Cariole macolen solebros. Candore me celebre cabe. Miandole mos macende. Male celebre cando. Fill us, Spirit of God. We yield to you. Let the unction of God fill us. Let the unction of God fill us. We give no place to the devil. We give him no place. We yield to you, Holy Spirit. We yield to you. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If there's anyone here tonight with all eyes closed, every head bowed, you are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. If you are here like that, you want to give your life to Jesus, I want to give you a wonderful opportunity tonight to come to Jesus. Maybe you were once walking with Jesus, but tonight you feel you are very far. If you look back where you were with him, today you feel you are very far from Christ. But tonight you say, I want to come back. I want to come back to my father. If that is your prayer, with all eyes closed and every head bowed, wherever you are, just lift up your hand. You say, I want to receive Jesus Christ. I want to be born again. I want a spiritual rebirth. If that is you, lift up your hand and I will say a short prayer with you. Anyone here like that? You want to receive Jesus Christ as your savior? Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? Why don't you all join me and let us say this together and say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for I me. I am a sinner. I'm a sinner. I feel very far from you. Very far My heart is very far from My you. Heart is very far from but, tonight, but tonight, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. And I believe you died for my sins. Lord Jesus, I believe you rose again from the dead. On the third day, you conquered the grave. Therefore, tonight, I yield to you. Let your blood wash me. Let your blood cleanse me. I invite you into my life. Lord Jesus, be my master. Be my savior. From tonight, I will serve you. I will follow you the rest of my life. Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you clap for Jesus? You are not clapping for me. You are clapping for a wonderful king of kings, the Lord Jesus. You may be seated. 
if you are here with your tie. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.